0: Hey friend, happy tough love tip Tuesday. Usually on these days, I like to give you a quick hit of encouragement or a shift you can make in your mindset, but what we're going to do on this tough love Tuesday is define tough love. What actually is it? Is that something that you thought when you came across this podcast? Did you maybe associate a negative feeling with the term tough love, or are you wondering how to actually apply it to your day to day so you can get out of your head and get going on those things you need to do? Right? We're going to go over all of that in today's episode. Uh, It's time to get clear on what tough love actually is and start giving it to yourself every time you need it. So let's go. Hey, mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place it's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. If you've gotten to go back and listen to episode one, you heard how back in March of 2021, the tough love mom got put on my heart, just that phrase, and I didn't really know what to do with it. But when that initially got placed on my heart, when I heard that phrase and just knew I was supposed to do something with it, I wrestled with that because tough love mom sounds like a parenting thing, right? It sounds like I'm tough love to my kids and it can be taken in not the greatest light, not the greatest way. And so when I started diving into confidently sharing my postpartum weight loss story, I just couldn't shake that. I couldn't shake that. I love the mindset piece of our postpartum journey. I love the mindset piece of fitness in general. And I knew that tough love mom had something to do with that, but I didn't quite know how to approach it, how to share it. And so I just hung on to that phrase and went ahead with diving into sharing my story. I got finally confident with talking about the fact that I had gained 90 pounds in my first pregnancy and 60 pounds the second time, but was able to lose the weight in a healthy way. That's something that I felt like a lot of moms needed to hear. So I just confidently started sharing that And the tough love mom was something that I knew I needed to dive into, but I wasn't sure how yet. I didn't have that clarity. And over the course of that year, I got confirmation after confirmation through people and things and circumstances that led here to this podcast, to the tough love mom podcast. So what is tough love really? And how can you apply it when you need it most? If you don't have a consistency coach like me on hand. So let's talk about the definition of tough love. If you've listened to any of my episodes, you know, I love definitions of actual words. So tough love is defined as love expressed in a straightforward manner to promote another person's well-being. Okay. We're going to break that down even more. So let's first talk about love. Love is a deep caring for someone or something, just this deep caring. Okay. So that's love. Deeply caring for something expressed in a straightforward manner. Let's break that down. Given honestly, frank or uncomplicated, when you're expressing someone, something straightforward, you are being honest. You're being frank. You're, you're not complicating things. You're not beating around the bush. And to be honest, beating around the bush is something that's done a lot these days, because we don't want to hurt other people's feelings or our own feelings or get to the root of the issue that's going on right? So we beat around our own bush. (laughs) But when you're clear with yourself, when you're honest with yourself, when you're frank with yourself and you don't complicate things, you can clearly address the root of the issue. So expressing something in a straightforward manner to promote. What that means is you're supporting or actively encouraging or furthering the progress of Whatever. So when you're promoting something, when when you're doing it in this situation of tough love, you're supporting or encouraging someone else's well-being. And what is well-being? What is someone else's well-being? It's their mental, emotional, and physical health. Just all the ways that we can be healthy and whole. That's what your well-being is. So let's put all of that together. Tough love. Another way to say it is a deep caring, caring deeply, so deeply for someone or something that you give honest, frank, or uncomplicated feedback to support or actively encourage the progress of someone else's mental, emotional, and physical health, okay? Caring so much about someone that you're gonna tell them straight. You're gonna tell it to them straight so they can be better in all the ways, okay? Now, we can't actually change other people. Like, I wish (laughs) I could just come right through there and help you Change the way you're doing things, but that has to come from within change comes from within. So we can't necessarily change other people. We can give tough love. I'm giving you tough love, right? A couple times a week, but it has to come from within what the tough love does is give moments of inspiration and motivation. But again, not that lasting change because that comes from within. So let's talk about how to tough love yourself, because when you compare that moment of inspiration, that moment of motivation that's coming from the outside, coming from the tough love, coming from the way you're talking to yourself or the way I'm talking to you. How can you pair that with the change that's coming from within? Okay. So how can you tough love yourself in the moments where you can't listen to the podcast? I can't give you the answer that you need. When can you give this to yourself? How are you going to show up and do that? So this is one of the hard, one of the hardest things to do. Um, if you've ever listened to someone else's issue, let's, you know, we're a woman, so we probably do this on a daily basis, but we listen to someone else's problem and it's really easy to give advice or input, right? It's really easy to go, oh, wow, you're, you and your husband are having a hard time, you know, deciding who's going to take the trash out or do the dishes or whatever. Well, I would just like sit down and have a conversation that's honest and frank about why you're feeling the way you're feeling. It's so easy to tell another friend that, right, about what to do, but how hard is it to do that ourselves, (laughs) right? So when we're in the same situation that we're giving advice to someone else with, it's going to be a lot harder for us to apply that. So tough loving yourself is one of the harder things to do because it's really hard to listen to our own advice. I saw this meme floating around the other day that basically said that when you realize the advice that you're giving actually applies to your own life. And it was this like cringy face on the meme. I was like, yep, that is applicable. And that is so true. Whenever we're giving advice, it's way easier to say it than to actually live it out in our own lives. And the reason that happens is because our brains innately want to protect us. Okay. Our brains are literally wired to keep us from danger, to keep us from negative feelings. It wants to keep you comfortable. So you have to kind of work against that. That means often your brain wants you to take the easier route because that's the easier thing to do. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It's not, quote, dangerous. It's easier to grab, right, the sugar-laden pantry snacks instead of the carrots that are in the bottom drawer of the fridge. You got to reach down to get them. Your back hurts a little bit. So it's kind of hard to get those. It's cold when you open the fridge. You don't really feel like it because it's just easier to grab that chewy granola bar out of the pantry, (laughs) Right. Uh, sleeping in instead of waking up earlier because you're just not comfortable waking up earlier. It's easier to get sleep. Staying on the couch for just one more episode instead of actually just getting up and going to bed because your brain craves that dopamine that you're getting from watching TV. So in those moments, when you feel that battle in your head bubble up, like, oh, I should get up and do whatever, X, Y, Z, but I don't feel like it. Those are the moments that you get the opportunity to tough love yourself. This is when you're going to go to war on your thoughts, right? Because I can't always be in your ear. I can't always be in the DMs with you, giving you the answer that you need. You have to be able to do this yourself. And I really want to just equip you with that today. So this is where you're going to give yourself tough love. This is where you are going to step in for yourself, for your own well-being and say, nope, I'm putting my foot down. I'm going to be straightforward with myself. Why am I doing this? Why do I want to give in? And you're going to take action against that. You're going to take action on the way that you know is for your well-being. Whoo! Okay. So it's important to do this because a lot of the messaging personally, what I've noticed is a lot of the messaging in mom culture validates a victim mindset. And sometimes unknowingly, like people aren't out there sharing memes to their stories or posting these funny quotes that validate this victim mindset to make you feel like a victim, right? They're not doing that on purpose. It's funny. Like those memes, I laugh at them. Those memes, I send them I send them to my mom friends. I mean, they're hilarious because they're relatable. We all go through those struggles, but what can happen, what can happen when we constantly are fed those is subconsciously our brain is being validated in the fact that, yeah, it is hard. And so we're going to avoid the hard things. We're going to keep avoiding the hard things because we're seeing them all day, every day on Instagram, right? We're seeing them all day, every day on Facebook and they're hilarious, But it's validating that woe is me thinking and subconsciously when you're being fed that narrative, like I said, unintentionally, sometimes you can't even tap on someone's story and that's the first thing that pops up. Sometimes you can't even control it, but we're unaware that it's happening. We're unaware that that script in our head when things are difficult and we're like, oh, this is so hard today. When we're being fed all of that negative messaging, it's validating those moments in our head, making them almost harder. Right? Sometimes when you're like, you have a whole week or you're on Instagram more than usual and you see all these funny memes or funny quotes that are so relatable because the mom struggle can be real sometimes, those moments where mothering is harder sometimes feel even harder than they need to. And it's because that, that mindset, that messaging, that narrative in our head of that woe is me mentality. And like I said, I'm not pointing fingers because I have these moments too, but we're unaware it's happening. So first thing you just got to get aware of these thoughts and this this pattern that can take hold, but it makes it that much more important to tough love yourself and realize when these messages that you're being fed are affecting you at a deeper level and how they're affecting you and then doing something about it instead of just sitting in the swamp, right? If you missed Sunny Jill Lawrence's interview the other week. You want to make sure you go listen to that on episode 11, Um, but she talked about sitting in that victim swamp at the end of our interview, and it was just so good, and this this is how we can get out of that swamp, not just thinking about what makes us happy, but actually tangibly doing something, so how to tough love yourself, since it's so vital that we have this skill as 21st century moms with all this amazing technology around us that can be to our benefit, but often can just totally unintentionally tear us down as well and kind of contribute to those harder moments that just makes them a little harder. So how to tough love yourself. Number one, don't call me crazy. You're going to talk to yourself. Okay. You are going to talk out loud, aloud with your voice to yourself. This is great to practice. If you're like, I don't do that, Liz, I've never done that. This is really good to do during your workouts. I personally do this all the time when I work out. So it's probably why I work out at home and it's beneficial. I stay there, but, um, be no nonsense with yourself. If you have been an athlete at any point in your life, or if you, you know, work with a trainer or anything, it's think of it that way. Put yourself in that mind frame where you are that coach, you are that trainer and be no nonsense with yourself. Especially if you're an athlete, this should come second nature to you, but you should be able to just speak words over yourself that are, Nope, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take care of this. I'm fine. I've got this. Let's go. Like, call me crazy, but you athletes out there, anyone who's done an endurance event or anything physical, like, you know, it works. You know, it works. So, talk aloud to yourself in those difficult moments because what you speak aloud is so, so powerful over your life and over your thoughts. Very powerful. So, make sure that the words that are coming out of your mouth are life giving, they are strength giving, they are powerful because if you speak words out loud that are weak and, oh, this is so hard or I can't do, I can't, don't say I can't. The next time you say I can't, I want you to do five squats, okay? And tag me on Instagram if you catch yourself saying that because, um, not if it's like putting a boundary up about, no, I can't go on that play date because our day is packed. Like that's different if you're like, oh, I just can't do another load of laundry, five squats, okay? I just, I can't work out today because I just don't have time. Five squats. Like you probably have 10 minutes. You can go for a walk. So tough love told you I'd be giving it to you, but you have to give this to yourself as well. So speak out loud to yourself. Don't say I can't. There's a little bonus tip for you. Didn't even write that one down. Second thing to do to help you tough love yourself more often and better is stop and think through the long-term consequences of this immediate moment, of this immediate choice. It's really easy to get blinded by the short-term benefits of making the easier choice, right? Remember how our brain wants to protect us and keep us from the difficult, the hard, the quote dangerous. That's how our brain is wired. So it's really, really, really easy. It's almost we're almost worked against by our brain because it wants to keep us comfortable. And so when you get blinded by those short-term benefits, it's hard to see the long-term consequences of the comfortable choice. So let's take nutrition, for example. There's not a lot of time in the day. Let's say it's like after nap time, you have to go run an errand before you need to be home to make dinner. Okay, so you've got like a, what, 90-minute window? Um, Not a lot of time. You're starving because you didn't eat during all of nap time, because you were busy doing a thousand things. Okay. It's really a lot faster to choose something out of the pantry that's processed and fast and honestly probably tastes better because it's got most likely sugar in it. So really quick, easy snack right out of the pantry. So much easier to grab than grabbing something out of the fridge or prepping something super quick. So you have something actually nutritious for your body. It's really easy to give into that short-term benefit that choice. That's a lot easier because it's right there in front of you. That snack is right there in front of you. It's so much easier to give into because of all the circumstances that are around you. But the long-term consequences of that choice of choosing that easy, quick, not so great snack out of the pantry is that the next time you're in a situation, which most likely is going to be tomorrow, (laughs) it's going to be even harder to make a healthier choice. And another long-term consequence is going to affect your gut microbiome in the moment, which affects so much more of your health. I'll go into that probably on another podcast, but it affects your gut microbiome, which affects your health in all the ways. You're setting an example for your children. Easier to grab quick snacks than it is to actually grab something that's really beneficial to my body. It's also going to lengthen the amount of time it'll take for you to lose weight. If you're working towards that, it's going to make it that much harder next time that you're faced with that choice. So think through, like, just take a second to stop as moms. It's really hard for us to just (sighs) slow down. It's really hard to do that. Believe me. I'm like, I suffer from that a lot. (laughs) I really have to breathe to just slow myself down sometimes. So take a second to think through, okay, you know, this is a, a choice I'm making right now. Why am I making this choice? And are there any consequences down the road that are going to make this a little bit harder in my life? Just think, take a second to slow down and just think, just like let your brain process this real quick instead of just moving through all the things super fast. Okay. The third way that is super beneficial to tough love yourself. So we said, talk to yourself out loud and think through the long-term consequences. Another way that you can approach tough loving yourself is to just be honest with yourself. And this is the root of giving yourself tough love. This is the foundation because you can't really do the other two. You can't, you can talk loud to yourself, but it might feel empty. If you don't do this, if you're not honest with yourself, thinking through the long-term, you know, consequences aren't going to have as much weight on you. If you don't have this foundation laid, you have to be able to be honest with yourself. What's happening is you're very likely sweeping a lot of things under this metaphorical rug, You know what you should be doing. You know why it's good for you, but you're ignoring the thoughts that are telling you to follow through and why you should follow through. You have to face the facts. You have to stop beating around this mental bush. Okay. Why aren't you following through on what you know you should do? And we're going to dive real deep here for a second. What's the root issue? Is it belief about who you are? Do you believe because for generations, your family has been overweight or unhealthy or not, you know, known how to fuel their bodies well, that you don't deserve to do this, that you don't deserve to be healthier, that you don't deserve to be a healthy weight? Are you relying too much on old habits? Do you not like to get uncomfortable? You've never gotten uncomfortable in your life. You've always had a comfortable life. So it's easier just to rely on these old habits that keep you in your comfort zone. Is it because you're scared of what other people might think of the changes that you're making in your life or that you want to make, but you haven't started yet because you don't know how people are going to judge you or maybe people have left you in the past and you're concerned about friendships or whatever ending because of the choices you're going to make? This is hard. This is like really hard and really uncomfortable and it can take time to unpack these root issues, but when you can be fully honest with why you do what you do or don't do and why you believe what you believe, you can actually start changing things and stick to them. This is like the key. This is the foundation of making change is actually understanding why things are happening, why you do the things you do, because then you can change those things. When you can identify those, you can make a plan to change them. You can actually address those things head on. And I'm being kind of generic here, (laughs) and I'm saying these things, you can address the issues because there's so many. There's so many. This is the the fall of humankind, we have so many issues, so many, I'm Christian. We have so many sins. Like there's so many fleshly things that we struggle with and we have to be able to identify those. And it takes honesty with ourselves and it's very uncomfortable, but it is doable. And it is how you change. Okay. So many areas and habits that you can tough love yourself in. And it is truly what will help you change. You can talk to yourself you can stop and take a second to think through long-term consequences, but before you do either of those, and before those two things really help you make change, you have to dig down and get honest with yourself, okay? When you do this uncomfortable work, you're going to grow, and growth only happens when you're uncomfortable. I know, I don't I don't like to hear it either, but you will only grow when you're uncomfortable. You, That's the only time. So if you've been comfortable for years, that's why you've felt the same way. January after January, after January muscles only grow from being torn. That's the only way they grow. That's the only way you get stronger. So you have to get, you have to tear, you have to get uncomfortable. You have to rip open these issues and dig down into them and figure out why you're doing what you're doing or not doing what you want to be doing. You have to sit in that discomfort because when you do, you start to get mentally stronger You become more resilient. You uncover these deep root issues that are coming up from your past or from your beliefs and whatnot. You're gonna become more disciplined and more consistent, and just you're gonna be all around better for it. When you grow in one area, it seeps over into other areas of your life. So it's worth the discomfort, okay? It is so worth the discomfort. So next time, what I want you to do when you notice that you have an opportunity to tough love yourself, Even if it's in a very small thing, like putting the laundry away, (laughs) or if you're in the kitchen or you're about to work out or you're sitting on the couch and that, I don't feel like it pops into your head when you, when you hear or think that phrase, I don't feel like it, or God forbid you speak it aloud, pounce on that opportunity because you deserve to change. You deserve the growth. Yes. Even us as moms, we deserve change. We deserve growth because we're better for our kids. We're better for our husbands. We're better for the people around us. And I can't do that for you. I can't change you. I can't be, unfortunately, a fly on your wall, buzzing by your ear every time that you need a reminder to tough love yourself. You have to do that for you and you can, and you're going to be a lot better, stronger, more resilient because of it. So if unpacking these root issues or digging into them, trying to just identify whatever it is that's been keeping you in the same place, or if you just need a plan, if you've kind of unpacked that, it's really good when you can get to a place where you know what that issue is. A lot of my clients come to me because they've figured out why they do what they do or don't do what they want to be doing. And I give them that plan to follow workouts, to eat well. I give them that laid out, simple, all right, That's the issue. This is going to be the best way to move forward with tangible things you can do. So if you need that, if you need that next step after unpacking these things, head to the application below so you can get the information on the fitness and nutrition tools that I supply to my clients. So you can build that mindset and that lifestyle that you're more than capable of living for yourself. So just remember if I can leave you with anything today, it's good and honorable to care enough about others. That we can be straightforward with them, and it's often easier too, but we also need to do it for ourselves. So go get after it and tough love yourself the next time you need it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or